0: Welcome to Transforming the Toddler Years, a core for parenting podcast, blending soul and science-based strategies to empower pandemic moms like you raising kindergarten-ready kids. I'm Cara Terrell, your host, a lifetime lover of littles, girl mom, early childhood educator, and conscious parenting coach who truly believes that how we connect and collaborate with our kids in the first five years is how we raise world-ready kids who will change this world. Today's episode is the first of its kind here on the podcast. I am sharing with you a recording of a live coaching session that I did with a mom. And Jamie has been kind enough to share it and say that she wants other people to hear what this one-on-one coaching sounds like, feels like, what the experience is. And... Maybe you're going to take something away from this as well that you can use in your life right now. Jamie is the mom to a COVID baby who is now a toddler and she's going to describe her struggle taking him out in public and finding that he's not actually having fun and how can she help him thrive out in public. But before we dive in, I know you know that the doors are open to the spring cohort of the Transforming the Toddler Years program. And have you been thinking about it? Are you on the fence? Do you feel like this level of connectedness and learning and growing inside a container that is both soul and science-based would really help you embrace your conscious parenting journey even more? Well, I want to tell you that I have a bonus that is yet to expire, but it does tonight at midnight Eastern Standard Time. You may need a little extra support beyond that live group. You might need a little bit more that's just about you and your family. So be sure to sign up tonight by midnight, to secure the two one-on-one personalized coaching sessions that are the final bonus that go along with this program. We start next week on Wednesday, April 5th. We're going to dive right in and create transformation right from the very beginning. Because my job is to help you anchor your parenting GPS and design a personalized parenting toolkit that works for you that are handpicked from the soul and science-based strategies you're going to learn through the modules. So if this sounds good and you're like, okay, yes, this is actually what I needed. I need the program. I need the connection. I need the accountability, but I also need some one-on-one support. Then for sure, head over to caraterrell.com backslash transform today and grab your spot. Today's episode is special. You're going to listen in on a live coaching call that I did with an amazing mama named Jamie and her struggles currently with her two and a half year old son. I hope you can relate to some of these and that you can take some pointers, tips, tricks, insights, heartfelt and soul-led connections away from our coaching conversation. If you're in need of one-on-one coaching, please just click the link in the show notes, schedule your free consultation with me, and let's see how we can work together. First, Jamie, I want to say thank you. Thank you for trusting me to share this space with you and see what can come out of it. Um, Parenting is a very intimate and special journey. And so it takes a lot of trust. So I really, really value that. Yeah. Thank you for creating the space for this
1: because it really is. And I, I was thinking about it the other day, you know, back in the day, you leaned on your parents and probably your grandparents because we were having kids so much younger. And I look at my parents and they're like, we didn't have to deal with this. Or the way they dealt with it was very different. And you're kind of like, oh, now where do I go?
0: You're absolutely right. We have to create and choose our own villages. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is an adventure in and of itself in the the world we live in now. So share with me uh, what your current situation is. And we'll go from there. Awesome. Sounds good. So it's changed since you
1: and I initially talked. So... What has happened is that we all got the stomach flu about two weeks ago and my son really needed mommy during that time, which is understandable. You're like, okay, I get it. And in the past it would take about a week and then he'd be like, okay, I'm back to normal. I don't need mommy. What's happened now is that it's mom and he's very attached to me. It takes a lot more work to get him to stay with the nanny. Mm who he used to be able to be like, she would walk in the door and he'd ignore me. Now it's, wait, but mommy, I want you still here. If I'm the only person who, if I put him to sleep, I have to stay in the room. Everybody else can leave if they're putting him to sleep, but mom has to stay in the room. So a great example of last night, I was a foot away from him. He said, mommy, in some form or variation over a hundred times, and I was literally a foot away from him. So we're getting this, this attachment to me that I, you know, appreciate and I love, and I know it's natural. And yet there are certain things that are starting to shift. And what I initially talked about with you was that we went to music class last week and I was like, okay, this will be great. He's going to go to music class. He's going to sit with his nanny at the music class. Um, We have two nannies. So I'm going to differentiate between them. This nanny is a little bit newer um, and still getting used to him and I'll be just outside working. Well, that didn't work. He, he held her hand and looked the whole way behind him looking for me and then came and found me. I was like, all right, so we're going to go to music class together. But then when we were there, all of five minutes into it, and he found the door and walked out. Obviously I walked out behind him. (laughs) Right. (laughs) But he was just like, I don't want this. I'm not going to music class and left. And I don't know how much of that is packed into the I Mommy, mean, you weren't there initially, and how much of it is? I don't care about music class. Now, we've been to music class before. He's enjoyed some of them. Sometimes he doesn't. Sometimes he's into it. So that's
0: where we're at. Wow. A lot going on. That's basically you wake up in the morning and you say, I'm on. Like I have to be on all uh, day long. And all hours. day long. That, yeah. Oh. And it's not even me waking up. It's, him, Him waking
1: <laughs> up, Because <laughs> of course now he started waking up at 5 a.m. We've tried the light, mm. blue light thing, but I have to be in the room while he's waiting for the blue light.
0: Oh my gosh, so much happening. So remind me, please, how old is he? He's two and a half-ish. Okay. So a couple months before he's two and a half. So you truly are a pandemic mom. Oh yeah. And have a COVID baby who is now a toddler. Oh, yeah. So this is our zone right here. So I think what's happening is it's kind of this melting pot of everything we know that our COVID babies who are now toddlers are starting to show us is hard for them, except it's all happening at the same time for you. It's like this nuclear explosion of it all and precipitated by illness, Yeah. Right. The recovery from illness to routine is really, really hard. And it does take a long time. So what we're seeing is that levels of social anxiety are off the charts for our two and a half year olds. We've never seen these levels before with kids who had such insulated connection to the family unit from birth. We're seeing... Levels of interpersonal anxiety, stranger danger is so intense for these littles. And we're seeing it at preschool, right? Because now these kids are starting to transition there. And that separation is not quite like yours, right? That's an all-day separation. And the struggle there is intense. We're seeing lots of connection between In your case, mother and child, but kids not necessarily able to process what they're feeling well enough to put words to it so they can advocate for themselves for what they need from you.
1: Well, and to add on top of that is he's slow. He's in early um, childhood development. And so we are very limited in words in general. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: We've even talked to them and they're like, he's great at communicating. He just doesn't use words to do it. But, like, you know, now he's starting to get to that place where, and I've seen it where concepts are starting to show up. And he's like, ah, ah, ah. you know, I want to be able to say this thing, but I can't. Right. Then he drops it. Luckily, he doesn't get overwhelmed by it. He's like, eh, okay, whatever. That is a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> it's a <huge> blessing. <laughs> well, I mean, there's times, but then I'll sit him down and be like, mommy's trying to
0: understand. Right. Let's slow down. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. So I think that's what's happening. Okay. Right. Is that there's this internal pull that's just exploding and he is trying to make sense of it. Feeling by feeling, emotion by emotion, setting by setting. So let's back up to the music situation because I want to pull that apart a little bit. Why did you want him to go? Was it that you were looking for something fun for him to do and thought you could get some work done at the same time? Or was he indicating that he had been before and wanted to go again?
1: So I'm in Chicago. It's winter. And put that out there because this is where my head was at, is that I was like, we need things to do so that we get out of the house because we're all going to go stir crazy and so we had done music class before. He seemed to enjoy it. So I was like, all right, we're going to do another round. I didn't sign him up for the full like 10 sessions. I was like, I'm just going to do five sessions or six sessions, whatever it is. We're doing gymnastics and we're doing sports. And I was like, okay, those will go all in on. But music, I was already kind of like, I don't know. Now his nanny already was scheduled for Fridays and she can't drive. So I was like, okay, well, how do I how do I navigate this? Because she doesn't have a lot of availability when I need it outside of the the two sessions we already have with her. And so in my head, I was like, okay, we're going to try this. Go to music class, have her there. He's been there before. The teacher's the same. He'll know I'm, I'm just there and it's only 45 minutes, right? And so the intention was for him to go A, get exposure to music, get exposure to kids, have some fun. Then it was the, oh, crap. Can I use that word here? (laughs) Of course. Oh, no. (laughs) I now have a puzzle
0: piece to solve. Okay. And so I backed myself into the the situation we're in. So the fact that you're seeking out opportunities for him to practice those skill sets... Right, the interpersonal skills with other kids, being in a small group setting, having a different adult to listen to and follow directions from, and have some fun in the process. <laughs> yeah, that is fantastic. Right, that is it. What he needs, but because it's uncomfortable and not a practiced setting consistently, it feels like something that he doesn't want. Mm. Right. So he's yeah. exuding the, oh, this is tricky for me. This is hard work for me. Everything about it is something I have to pay attention to and and feel and then make choices. <laughs> and so he's looking for... And
1: the teacher is a little too strict.
0: Oh. And I think
1: multiple times, even before this last one, she's been like, now we don't take things out of the bag until we're told to, it's two and a half. Two and a half. Right. Right. <laughs> so, and that happened during that session. So I, now I, I can see where you're going. Like he's, he's in this place where I'm navigating all these things. And then this lady just said, no, I don't want him to be in the space where I'm being told I can't hold this
0: toy. So his fallback is I know who my safe person is. Yeah, I know who my safe place, aura, energy, connection point is, and that's mom, because yeah. I don't know your nanny, but I know it's probably not a situation that she can navigate all that effectively either.
1: Nope. No, she's definitely, she's on the early stage of nannying. She's a college student, right? And so I would actually venture she's more a babysitter than nanny. Okay. Whereas the other woman we have is, is far more nanny. And the way I make that distinction in case anybody else is listening is that I feel like a nanny is looking at them from the bigger picture, looking at them more from a, how do I in essence raise the kid? Where the babysitter is like, I'm just gonna play with you until mom comes back and, and maybe feed you.
0: Yeah, babysitters keep you safe and fed and warm and dry and healthy Yeah, yeah, yeah. and have some fun. And have some fun. I totally agree with that assessment, yeah. So the point is, we really still need this experience in some setting for him. So you're saying that you have other spaces that can fill that role. Which of those does he seem to prefer? He likes both of them for different reasons. Um,
1: One, the sports one is the first time he's doing something with daddy, which was another key thing. Um, I made sure that there was a daddy you're taking it. (laughs) A, mommy gets time alone. And then also they needed to bond. I mean, even my husband was like, why does he always go to you? And I'm like, because I'm the one who gets up at three in the morning for him, but creating that bond for them. And they come back, you know, initially he's like, no, 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 no. He doesn't like going anywhere. Hmm. Part of it is at the car seat. mm, Car seats are not fun for him right now, but he definitely doesn't. Like if he thinks we're leaving, it's And he's not interested, doesn't really understand it. He's like, I don't, I don't like this. So we're trying to repeat like that was sports. So when we talk about sports, that's what you just went to. Um, so that he can start to connect that that a little bit. But he enjoys that. They both come home all excited, bouncing off the walls. Gymnastics, he likes for a different reason. One, it's full-fledged free time and he can climb anywhere and everywhere. I mean, he's a climber. So, you know, the couch and the like. Spare we have is not enough for him. He's got a whole gym space full of things he gets to climb.
0: Okay. And let me just follow with this question. Who takes him to gymnastics? I do. Okay. So he has one activity that is daddy and me. Mm-hmm. He enjoys it. He comes home feeling fulfilled afterwards, even if getting there and back in car seat, it's a different conversation, is a problem. Yeah. He has one activity where he gets to use all his gross and fine and body motor movement and like pull out all his two and a half year old energy. And that's a mommy trip. So do you feel like continuing to ask him to do music makes sense right now? Or is he getting what he needs from these two other situations?
1: I feel like he's probably getting what he needs. I kind of get to the place, you know, as we're talking. And even before we started talking, I was like, I don't know if you like music. Hmm. You might not like the music class and you just you may not like the teacher because we did go to another session where all the kids were very excited and there was a substitute.
0: So, <laughs> so here's what I would ask. Yeah, Have you had these conversations with him? Have you opened a conversation that sounds like, I thought a music class would be really fun. Do you think it's fun? No, I have not asked him that. that would be a great place to start, to have a guided conversation. And you can bring in the other activities into that conversation too. Yeah. I know when you go with daddy to sports, you have fun. You play with other kids. You get to kick the ball. I know when I see you at gymnastics, you love climbing. You're always smiling, whatever the fill in the blanks are. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it. your teacher is a fun person to be around. Ask him, tell me about music. What yeah. do you think about it? So
1: I like the do because he can say yes or no. The tell me about it. How do you do that with somebody who, with a child who really, I mean, he's got mommy, daddy. Uma, Papa blue, juice, and maybe a handful of other words.
0: Okay. That is a very limited vocabulary. Yes. A couple of ideas. Pictures. Mm. So you probably could pull this off the internet or something, a picture of one of those music classes since you don't. Yeah. But I always highly recommend personalizing the photos that you use. So next time you go to sports, have your husband take pictures of him doing it. Next time you go to gymnastics, you take pictures of him doing it. We've got those. Oh, perfect. Of yeah. course, we're all pulling out our phones all the time, right? How <laughs> oh, could you not? Yeah. When he's having a happy moment, actually smiling in his car seat, take a picture of him happy in the car seat. Like, Let's start these conversations using a tether that he knows because ultimately toddlers are tiny egos, right? Mm-hmm. Everything's about them. Um, him. And so you can start conversations through pictures and storytell. Pull that image off the internet. I see the kids in this music class dancing and smiling. I see them shaking the instruments. I noticed that was hard for you. Just try to start feeding him emotional conversation even if he can't reflect it back to you, receptively, he's getting it. Yeah, And then come up with a code that's just for you and him or the adult that's with him, right? A simple one is a thumbs up or a thumbs down, right? If he's not loving it, not loving it. Yeah. Easy for me, hard for me. Give him ways to use his body to express since the words aren't working. And I think you and I have also spoken in the past about incorporating some sign language. Mm -hmm. Right. So what I just did is a gesture, universally known and understood by all. But we can for sure give him signs that go specifically with where he's struggling. And then that will help him communicate effectively with you too. Yeah.
1: I love adding the, sign, the symbol, the physical piece, because I did, when we first went back to gymnastics class, he was like, no, 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 no. And I was like, okay, here's what we're going to do. We're going to go try it. If you don't like it, you let mommy know and we'll leave. But I like tying it to like, this is how you tell mommy. Mm-hmm. Give mommy a
0: thumbs up. Okay. We'll stay. Give mommy a thumbs down. Okay. We'll leave. So That really works with the situations where he feels safe, right? He feels safe with your husband. He feels safe with you. If you were to continue, or I'm sure there will be opportunities in the future, there have to be, where there's a drop-off opportunity or it's the nanny is going to take you full stop, then we're going to have to be able to do more in-depth conversations about It's my job to stay home and do my work. It's your job to go to, just for the sake of this conversation, music class and have fun. Um, And in order to have those higher level emotional conversations and in order for him to feel safe, to be independent and to make those choices, even when it's hard, even when it's scary, even when the transition is tearful, but then results in the fun at the end. He's got to start practicing that style of communicating now. Yeah.
1: Awesome. It's given me a lot of different ideas and perspectives to look at. Because um, I've started doing some of that, like the mommy's got to go to work. You're going to go have fun. Like this is what you're supposed to do. But being able to build off of it um, with the pictures and even just, I can see tying in pictures of different emotions and being like, yes. look, this is you having fun. This is, I mean, I don't have a pic actually i think i do have one picture of him crying but uh purely accidental um he was happy and then all of a sudden it just happened but being able to build that so that he can start to be like oh okay so if i and even having him have access be like oh, he could point to those pictures if he needed to
0: Oh, that is such a good point, Jamie. That's such a good point. And don't be afraid to take those pictures. I know that our mom heart wants to take the pictures that are pretty and fun and smiley and happy, but we're building an emotional vocabulary for our little human beings that is more than just, I'm always happy. Yeah. They need to know what frustrated looks like, what angry looks like, what overwhelmed looks like, what overtired feels like. like They have to be able to identify both sides of that emotional coin. And so continue to use words like that. Yeah. The emotion. I can see that you look overtired. You don't want me to leave this bedroom, but your body is clearly showing me how tired you are. Yeah. And then the last thing I'll say is specifically with the emotions. Once you start to build that emotional vocabulary, you could reach back out to me and we could build you a personalized sign language toolkit of emotions hmm. so that he would be able to, if he couldn't say it, he could show you, I'm scared. Oh, that's what i I'm scared. Yeah. (laughs) You can't see me, everybody, right now, but I'm using my hands and I'm making my sign language face. Or he could tell you, I'm overwhelmed. Yeah. And that would be a cue. Well, first, he would be labeling his emotion. The power in that is huge. He would be communicating the emotion that he labeled, which is another big step. And then you would have a landing point to come back from and say, okay, So we're just going to sit over here for a minute, take a break. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. Cause I, I do know when he's scared. Cause I like. Does he? Oh yeah. Cause
1: this morning he, I was giving him pretzels. And when he went in the pretzel box dropped and he got startled. And I initially was like, it's, it's fine. We're just going to put the, you know, pretzels in. And I looked at him. It's like, you're scared. Did that scare you? And he was like, yes, he doesn't know how to say yes like okay so that startled me too a little bit and we can get startled yeah but he definitely like I think he learned scared really early on because there was a moment where I asked him I was like now you tell mommy if you get scared during this and he tapped me on the shoulder I was like are you scared yes okay amazing yeah
0: yeah um we have packed a lot in and I hope this feels still like an okay amount for you to process
1: Yes, it definitely is. And I think I have a good landing spot <laughs> to start okay. um, to be able to like take some steps forward and, and build off of.
0: Fantastic. Well, I'm so glad that we were able to share this space and Thank you. Oh, just keep me in the loop. I really want I to hear how things are going. Thank you. I will. Thank you for the space. I appreciate it. Absolutely. That's what I'm here for. <laughs> Thank you, Mama, for making time for yourself and prioritizing your parenting. Listening to this podcast. Until the next episode, stay mindful and proactive as you transform the toddler years.